0: what's up dickheads and welcome back to the why are we watching this podcast this week zach's rekindling his relationship with his imaginary friend and sean's trying to overdose your mom because we're watching daniel isn't real
1: it happens every time they all become blueberries finally 55 minutes <laughs> in you can steer.
0: Genius. What's up guys? I'm Sean. I'm Zach. And like I said at the top, this week we're watching Daniel Isn't Real. What was that move? What movie is that quote from that you just gave me at the beginning?
1: <laughs> that was not from Daniel Isn't Real. That was from Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Okay.
0: <laughs> I quite honestly didn't. I didn't
1: have a quote this week. I, I'm going to put it out there right now. This movie, I mean, it's quotable in a cool way, but it's also, like, too intellectual, sort of. Like, they, they just say too much stuff. Like, it's not really, like, a quotable movie. I don't remember anything, like, absolutely funny out of it. That was, like, yeah. I was just I was hooked into it. I had to pay attention. Um, Shit goes down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into that. This movie came out in 2019. It is a mystery drama horror film with mm. a touch of, The Cosmic Horror. Yes. We're going to get into that. This movie doesn't have a rating. It runs an hour and 40 minutes. It was directed by Adam Egypt Mortimer, who also directed Some Kind of Hate. He has a segment in Holidays. It's the Father's Day segment. And then he has a movie coming out called Arch Enemy, which I'm very excited for. Mm. He wrote this movie with Brian. I think he has a cool name. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, He wrote this movie with Brian DeLiu. It's an interesting name. Nothing against it. do you say it right, say. though? Deleu? De Is it maybe just Delu? Maybe. It's probably... It's Brian Delu. We'll go with that. He helped uh, write Some Kind of Hate. He also has a movie called Curvature and Paradise Hills that he worked on. Hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Brian a little bit. Uh, I have some interesting information about him. This movie has an IMDb rating of 6.0. There was not a listed budget that I could find. However, this movie... However, this movie did make some money uh, in its opening weekend. Wow. Not a lot. A little over 12 grand. I mean, you said some. Just a little over 12 grand. But I think that it was limited to, like, a couple theaters.
1: Yeah, this is, like, something you'd go see at the Fox Tower.
0: Yeah. Which, that's so funny. You brought the Fox Tower up recently. Yeah. In an episode that came out kind of recently, and... And uh, Rachel was like, people outside of Portland are going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? And I was like, no, we bring up more in Portland a lot, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, and why not? I mean, you hear about, like, fucking New York City and stuff. And it's like, cool. I feel like I know everything about New York City now. Totally. Because it's so popular. Like, it's so popular to hear about. It's in, like, how many movies do you know are in Portland versus, like, New York City?
0: No, totally. You're right. You know? You're absolutely right. So, uh, Brian DeLue... He wrote a novel called In This Way I Was Saved. Yes. This film is an adaptation of that novel. Right. When Adam Egypt, when Adam Egypt Mortimer moved to L.A., he met Brian Lu and read the novel when he was working on it and said, like, oh, I want to make this movie. And they had an arrangement, basically, so that he was contractually going to be the one to do it and that Brian Lu wouldn't let someone else have the rights. Mm-hmm. That's why some kind of hate was made it was their way of making a film for like no money to try to pitch and say look we have an idea for another movie Enter Spectre vision yeah so uh which is the big tie for all of my most of my picks uh this season is specter vision yeah it's all been specter vision movies which i'm super excited about
1: is it is it specter vision or specter vision
0: uh specter vision
1: like, ghost, like ghost vision yeah yeah okay yeah, it's cool. Uh, I didn't know if you were saying it that way or not, though.
0: Oh, I probably wasn't.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it's all good. I I just wanted to make sure I was getting it right, though. But for sure. Either way, it sounds pretty dope, so, like, whatever.
0: No, you're right. Uh, so this movie, without giving anything away, a young man meets his now-adult childhood imaginary friend and begins to realize the influence that it has over him may be part of something bigger.
1: His dick. <laughs> uh, just kidding. It's, like, six inches. Whatever. It's average. <laughs>
0: this movie stars uh, miles robbins who was in halloween the 2018 movie and blockers and blockers which
1: is actually dude that movie is really funny i haven't seen it yet i went into it being like this movie's gonna suck i am interested and it was hilarious Hmm. he plays this like pothead like just like in halloween like chef oh well
0: he's a pothead in halloween right that's funny Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger is in this. He's in Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse, as well as Midnight Sun, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Not a lot that I've seen. I haven't seen any of it. Uh, Sasha Lane is in this. She was in Hellboy, the newer movie, Mm -hmm. as well as American Honey, which is a movie that's being promoted pretty heavily right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Or a couple years Yeah, I thought
1: she looked familiar. I haven't seen that. But I feel like I know the cover.
0: And so that's what I mean is I've seen her face other places. This is the only thing I've seen her in. Sure. So. I saw Hellboy. Uh, I haven't seen the new Hellboy with, with was, uh, David Harbour. It was all right. I like him as Hellboy, but I wasn't
1: – I didn't think the writing was, like, amazing. That's, Anyways.
0: That's kind of what I had heard. It, yeah. This isn't a Hellboy episode. but uh, So Patrick Schwarzenegger is an interesting, um, an interesting actor. Obviously the son of Arnold. You know what I read? That he was trying to go uh, Rage Cage a little bit. I'm glad you bring that up, because I was kind of going in that direction. Did you know that he actually came to the script because of because Nicolas of Cage's connection to Mandy's? Yeah. I think it was because of his performance in it, too. I think that there's that. Which, it's funny, because without giving anything away, by the end of the movie, there's some stuff that Miles Robbins is doing that is fucking Rage Cage. Yeah. Like, straight up. Like, yeah. face-off Rage Cage. <laughs>
1: And, and I me, love it,
0: John Travolta Oh my god <laughs> um, I'm gonna just say it like I love the sound design in this movie I think it's amazing and the music is amazing Yeah, with it's that, pretty good With that being said, spoilers Ooh. We're gonna get into this And I'm gonna tear this movie apart Because I have some big old notes on it Like some tight ass Some cozy. diggle old yeah. boinks uh, <laughs> <laughs> This movie opens with the cosmic void And it's beautiful
1: it is beautiful. Stare yeah, it's like this cosmic storm.
0: I look into this every morning when I wake up, and I contemplate for about three and a half hours, and then I begin my my day.
1: Man, I wish I had, I wish I could do that. Like just lay there, look at the cosmic void for like a few hours. I mean, like I wake up at like five thirty. I gotta go.
0: You don't get to contemplate your existence. I'm kidding. I go.
1: I, I wake up at six twenty, and then I'm like almost late every day.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, so shit, I gotta shower. We're going to... And jerk off. I, I already said spoilers, but I'm actually going to say, um before we get into this, probably trigger warning for the cold open.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, if, if you haven't watched this yet and you're planning on watching it, this part's insane. And this is where I was like, oh, what the fuck just happened?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Because uh, I, I, I looked down to write notes for a second, and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom, 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 boom.
0: So, yeah, trigger warning. I'm putting that out there. Literal trigger warning. There's a mass (laughs) shooting that happens in the beginning of this movie. Yeah. So, uh, we open with a cafe, and a dude comes in with a shotgun and just starts lighting people up. But it's shot in a way that we're lingering on the cafe for a minute before he comes in. So, you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like,
1: they totally set it up to where you think this girl is, like, the main character.
0: Oh, totally. Until a dude comes in and blasts everybody around her, and then they cut to the kid. Yeah, yeah pretty interesting because she never comes back
1: but well it's th- oh you're right it's it's totally is someone else I was gonna say well she does kind of come back but I'm realizing now I don't think it was the same girl I don't think so
0: but we meet um, a kid at the beginning of this movie this is Luke and he kind of stumbles upon the aftermath of this shooting and sees the shooter hanging out at the front door of the building
1: mm-hmm.
0: while this happens we discover that Luke kind of discovered uh, <laughs> while this happens we discover that Luke wandered out of his house because his parents are fighting and in this fight, there's some allusions to his mom having mental illness issue, like issues with mental illness. Yeah, but uh, they kind of just talk about it.
1: And then, I mean, she's breaking plates.
0: And we, I mean, we get to see pretty soon into the movie that she has some pretty bad issues. It's like that Disturbed song, uh,
1: breaking plates on your ass or whatever. What? You know Is that, that
0: real? Breaking plates on your ass. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Listen to Breaking Your Plates, uh, <laughs> Disturbed. Um... After this boy stumbles upon this uh, aftermath, he meets a another kid named Daniel. Daniel's not real. They imaginary fight and play. Yeah. Uh, Daniel ultimately convinces him to do something that's pretty horrendous. And honestly, as a parent, horrified me. <laughs> if I'm being real with you. Better look out, Sean. So... <laughs> Do you want to say anything before I reveal what happens here? Is there anything you want to bring up? uh there is like a foreshadowing, a moment of them sword fighting, imaginary sword fighting, right? That comes back later in the film.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, all I, uh, I'll, I'll say, all, all, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all that I will say about it is that, like, I felt like they kind of rushed this. But at
0: the same time, I'm like, how else would you do it? And it's kind of important. I feel the same way. Now, I will say this. The book opens a little bit differently and follows Daniel kind of growing up. Or not Daniel. I'm sorry. Luke growing up with Daniel.
1: I guess that's what I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah. That's the book. And and, um, they chose to go this direction because they wanted to focus more on, like, an adult. Because the idea of mental illness is it hits you more, like in your early 20s or late, late 20s, depending, but that's kind of when it's going to happen. Yeah. If it doesn't happen as a child. <coughs> so, <sighs> interestingly me. enough, they sort of play with it on two points, in this is showing it, uh, uh, showing it coming out as, as him as a kid and, and him as an adult. Coming out? Yeah. <laughs> His mental illness coming out. Um, Just blasting right in your face. So what he does is, yeah, uh, Daniel convinces Luke to overdose his mom with her medication, and he tells him that it'll give her superpowers. Yeah. And this kid, he almost looks
1: like, you're fucking lying to me, but he does it anyway. Yeah. And then he also blames it on him, too. He doesn't Mm -hmm. even say, I'm sorry. Yeah, he says it was Daniel's
0: idea. He doesn't even say that. He just says he did it. Oh. Yeah. See, that's fucked. And there's something the mom, when the mom confronts him, like she crawls up to him, and she says, what did you do to me? Yeah, That was what scared me, was the idea that a kid could accidentally do something that like harmful to their parent. <sighs> right. Quote-unquote accidentally, I guess. But um, Luke's mom ultimately convinces Luke to lock Daniel in his grandmother's dollhouse, which has a key, and then she covers it with a blanket. And we hear Daniel trying to escape and kind of being a little brat.
1: <laughs> he looked like... Child Mac from It's Always Sunny. He totally <laughs> did.
0: It's so funny. That's well, all I
1: could think about, dude.
0: Because his hair is slicked back. The character is like combed over, but right. yeah, and so. so it was.
1: It was just a similar looking kid. It was funny. Um, to me,
0: man. There's so much stuff about the way this movie's shot that I like. I want to talk about, but I'm not going to because it'll be a five hour episode if we do. Because they do some really interesting shit. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say right now, go watch this movie before we get into it. Because there's some stuff even in the like first five minutes that I could dwell on.
1: Sure. Um, Except they blow through
0: it so fast. Well, uh, here's one thing I'll get into this when uh, Luke first meets Daniel and his mom comes out and finds him at the park and they do the like her meeting him, but she's looking right past him. Yeah. That stuff, like that stuff, is done really well and it looks really. Great.
1: It is done really well because so, she makes sure not to look at this. Like she really like imagines this kid's not there. Yeah. Or. They like did it, redid the scene Scene in post so that she
0: wouldn't have any sort of. It's possible. Because that'd too. Be, make it easier, I feel like. Totally. To comp him in. That wouldn't be that hard to do either. Um, or just comp her out, essentially. Oh, sure. Still yeah. have the kid do the scene. Right. I don't know. That would be interesting. So we cut to Luke in college. Um. He kind of just seems like he's half-heartedly trying to keep up with his mom. He kind of doesn't seem like he's that interested, but at the same time, he doesn't seem he's that interested in school.
1: He's got no friends.
0: That too. Uh, He returns home to find his mom's house littered with pages from cut-up books. She says that she feels like the books are speaking to her, and when he asked about the dirty mirror, she says she didn't like what she saw in the reflection.
1: I thought it was broken, but I couldn't tell. It was just, like,
0: smeared and dirty. Um, Probably with (laughs) doo-doo. Better movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, doo doo smears. So then he goes to a party and has a bit of a psychotic break. And this is where we get sort of our oh, first, like, yeah. creature effects. I, I, this has never happened to me, but I was like, yeah, I could see that happening. Like being and overwhelmed like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially with, like, strobe lights and shit. Cause, like, you never know, dude. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anybody can, like, see, like, suddenly seize out from that, really.
0: Sure. Uh,. And so, yeah, we get our first creature effects here when he looks up and we see these three, like, demonic-looking figures standing over him. Right. Now, I bring this up because Miles Robbins... Oh, we didn't bring this up. His dad is Tim Robbins and his mom is Susan Sarandon. Yeah. I love both of them and I love him. You you can totally see it in his face. Absolutely. Uh, Tim Robbins was in Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's Ladder is very... This movie could be viewed as a spiritual sequel to Jacob's Ladder. And guess it's... what,
1: guys? Next season, Jacob's Ladder, we're covering
0: it. Oh, I would be down. Maybe. Uh, if we can find it, I'd be down. So, Maybe. yeah, this is this is sort of a spiritual sequel, and it's just interesting that Tim Robbins' son is playing the character that's going through a similar situation that Tim Robbins was playing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Let me see. Mm. So oh so he um he visits a therapist after the whole freakout. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, and actually before that, is his, is his name Bard? I didn't catch it. I think if you want to look not, that up, I'm not. Uh, I want to bring something up anyway. So when he's on his way to the party on the subway, uh, the way the camera's uh, set, we can kind of see a reflection on the glass behind him, and Daniel's right yes! there. Yes, yes. I'm glad that you noticed that. I did. I, I thought it that was, it was so quick, cool.
1: but I I was like. Was that Daniel?
0: Because that's the shit that you and I are like kind of really into is yeah. when a director goes that extra mile to have little hints. Mm. Uh, and, and I was like, fucking fuck kudos, yes. like, Adam Egypt Mortimer. He, he's a very talented director.
1: I, I really liked his, uh, I, I listened to a uh, episode of podcasts with him, so like, it, it, I liked listening to him.
0: Yeah. I he's wanted more, honestly. Very intellectual dude. Yeah. Listening to him talk. And he's he seems cool, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, kind of adjacent to us. Cause he did like music for a while and then moved <laughs> into film and stuff. And uh, yeah. I, I think I connected with him on that way when I listened oh, to Braun, my bad. When it, oh, Braun. Uh, so yeah, he goes to his therapist, Braun and Braun kind of actually recommends that he reconnect with Daniel. Now that's because he doesn't tell Braun that the whole situation <laughs> happened.
1: A, yeah. He asks if he had anything to do with anything painful. He right. Said no.
0: Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause, uh, the next time we meet Bron, uh Luke's acting like totally different. He's still pretty grounded at this point. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, when he is on his way back to his mom's house, he bumps into a young woman. This is important because she ends up coming back. Yo, and she was rude as fuck. Yeah, I, we'll get into her character. What a dickhead. But, yeah, I don't know. Cause she, well, she was kind of aggressive, and he was, like, trying to be nice and, like, say sorry and, and everything. And she was the
1: one, like, skateboarding and ran into him, I would yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, they kind of both just, like, came to the same point at the wrong time, but, like...
0: But she made it seem like it was his fault. Yeah, she, make, she makes
1: him feel like it's his fault. Totally. So, uh... She's got problems, man.
0: When he gets back to his mom's <laughs> house, they watch uh, <laughs> they watch some TV together, and then he talks to his stuffed animal a little bit. And then goes and looks at the dollhouse.
1: It's kinda cute. Yeah.
0: Does he unlock the dollhouse or does he not find the key?
1: No, he searches for the key and then finally finds okay. it. So he does unlock it. That's
0: what I thought. So he then uh wakes up in the middle of the night and his mom's breaking glass. She locks herself in the bathroom, but he breaks in, and then she threatens to cut herself. Well, in the middle of this happening, we meet Daniel, who's now yeah. grown up.
1: Yeah, and he's just in the tub.
0: Yeah. And, uh, so she ends up grabbing some scissors and she threatens to slit her own throat or so it seems, uh, Luke, I wanted to call him Miles Robbins by his name. So Luke, uh, wrestles her with him and then puts him to his throat because Daniel recommends he do that. So she'll stop. Yeah. And it works. And this is sort of, it's interesting cause it shows you kind of right away, like, oh, he's, he's manipulating him right off the bat. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of, but fun. at the same
1: time he did help him. Yeah, but it seems like he just wants him to die.
0: Well, and especially as the movie goes on, and we see the way he acts as soon as like Luke's incapacitated. Yeah. Uh, I know. That's what I mean, dude. Some eerie shit, yeah. Uh, they end up having like this moment sitting in the hallway together. That was supposed to be like two best friends coming back together. And, uh, it was kind of weird for me. <laughs> the young woman who bumped into him the day before, she ends up coming back because she has Luke's wallet. And her name's Cassie. Yeah. Uh, Daniel does some weird, creepy stuff here, and basically walks Luke into, like, keeping her in the house, and then, like, gets her to invite him to this thing. No, I yeah, guess not Yeah, he teaches that, him to but... be,
1: like, cool, and have, like, charisma, and, like, get the girl.
0: But it was just so weird and manipulative. It's sleazy. And especially the more it happens in the movie, because it's gonna happen again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very weird. Um... I even wrote in my notes, actually, super creepy. The he, he ends up going to the exhibit that night with Daniel, and she's fighting with someone, and she's, like, got a beer bottle. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, th- some like, other girl. She's badass. Like, she yeah. can take care of herself. Um, they end up Or she's a crazy r- drunk. That true. That true. That true. That true. Uh, <laughs> they end up leaving, and they go to her apartment and destroy her exhibit, the cat box, which made me laugh, because it was a toilet with, like, a tree growing out of it. Yeah. It was just kind of goofy. Um, Daniel does some more manipulation and tries to convince Luke that he's somehow like enlightened, uh-huh. which was kind of a weird thing. Cause they don't really get into it, but he's like, you're special, you're special. And like t- tries to liken him to like popular people in history. Right. Uh, which is interesting because I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of profound artists have had mental issues. Sure. Right. This movie's kind of touching on that. And showing you, like, them wrestling with themselves. And I already said spoiler alert, but a lot of those artists did end up offing themselves in one way or another.
1: Yeah. Eh, That's not quite a spoiler alert. Sure.
0: I think it's kind of obvious from the, like, halfway point where things are going to go. Sure. Uh... Yeah, so he ends up helping Luke cheat on a test. This part was pretty interesting to me, but also this part for me is where anybody watching should realize, like, oh, he's not an imaginary friend. There's something else going on. Because he has all the equations, like, written on his body. Yeah. And Luke's able to read them and use them, and it's right. And and he... Yeah, right. So, like... Here's my comment on that. They could have done another thing where the tests were all failed, and then it would seem like, oh, it's all in your head. Right. Right? And they didn't do that, and that's fine. But that's where, for me, I'm like, oh, you know, some other shit's going on. Yeah. Did you catch that? Uh, I mean, I... Yes? Let me ask you a question. At what point in this movie did you start to think Daniel was more than an imaginary friend?
1: Well, it depends on, like, what way you mean, though.
0: Like a... Ooh, okay. You're, that's a fair Because, like, question. I thought this was
1: more just, like, him. Because, like, you know, spoiler alert. She said... <laughs> we just say spoiler I alert know. before we say something. Um, you know, she says... Uh, uh, she I calls, saw your true self.
0: Right. She I, I, saw like true I saw the true loot.
1: I saw his shadow. Right.
0: Um, so that's why okay. I was
1: like... I was like, fuck. So that's how he really is. And to
0: shield it. He's like this wiener. Well, now that's also interesting though, because fuck without getting into the ending here, uh, we kind of meet John later in the movie. John John was the mass shooter from the beginning.
1: Right. And it takes a second to kind of like, cause like I, I rewatched that part like twice. Um, and I was like, Oh, dude, Did he, is this, like, some time travel thing or something? Does right. he go back and actually do that?
0: Oh, Cause it Because I thought
1: it kind of looked like uh, Luke oh, when he's older.
0: Interesting. Huh. Well, interesting. You don't get but, to see
1: him quick and, en- like, long enough to, like, be able to determine. Because they don't determine.
0: show his face, right, really. And but, like, he... he had
1: the same kind of hair, sort of.
0: But then at the or end. Or it looked them... like it. Well, that, that also, though, you have to remember is Daniel, because as soon as he takes a body, he starts slicking the hair back.
1: No, no, no. This guy didn't have slicked back hair, though continuity error (laughs) well
0: the thing is anyways I mean he was like possessed sure so So, but we do see John later in the movie we see his sort of like true self and he's you know this sort of manipulated looking thing physically manipulated looking thing do you think that I
1: thought that's just what they were
0: like those things that part was confusing to me right me too because I'm like well wait why, why is he like that then
1: well, I think it kind of maybe has to do with the face melting thing that happens, the the like face fusion.
0: Yeah, which is it's also it's not face off;
1: it's face on,
0: right? <laughs> which that's interesting too because
1: Robbins and Schwarzenegger face on.
0: They do two different versions of the sort of what you're talking about, right? Uh, Daniel and and Luke sort of swapping, we'll say, and and one of them is the faces face offing face-off awning, and then the other one was, uh, <laughs> the other one was when... Maybe I'll wait for the other one, because it's a it's a cool-ass scene, but it's mm. uh, I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. When, yeah, they, when we'll they go wait. real Junji G- Ito with it.
0: Oh, very, yeah. very. So, uh, they go to a party, Daniel and Luke, and, oh, actually before this, I want to talk back back Scott, actually, Uh... During this Enlightenment-speak thing, we kind of see some weird shit that uh, Luke is doing. And knowing that Daniel can't be seen, he's a weird motherfucker doing some of the shit that he's doing. Like, scaring his sleeping roommate. Yeah. Dude, what was that?
1: Yeah, that was kind of...
0: That freaked me the fuck out.
1: Me too. And I'd be pissed off.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, He also convinces Luke to get a girl's number at a party. They get... He gets very drunk by himself, Luke. He ends up making
1: up with said girl at party, too.
0: Yeah. And then they end up hanging out again later in the film, which was kind of weird. It was weird. So, because he gets, like, way too fucking drunk, Luke ends up, uh, like, puking and passing out. And Daniel just starts getting fucking weird with him, dude. I know. When he picks his hands up and. Dude.
1: You know how I am? Yeah. I had to. So, I would, like. I was, like, watching this part, and I'm like, God, are they really going to go there? And so, like, I started to look away. But then when I realized what he did, I was like, oh, it wasn't, like, so bad. Not terrible, right? It's not what I thought it was going to be, but
0: it was effective. I'm going to say this to you right now. Don't watch Some Kind of Hate. Yeah. Because it's about uh, a ghost that uses razor blades. Okay. Yeah. Just don't. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, but basically, Daniel grabs Luke's hand, picks up a razor blade, puts it to Luke's neck because Daniel can't touch things and move things but he can move Luke and Luke can touch things and move things that was like a re- weird rule that they don't
1: that they established in that way or yeah. well you don't really find out until later
0: right because L- Luke I will thought start he wanted like, to
1: make it seem like he was going to kill himself
0: well and it would have looked that way
1: i thought that was the point i, think I didn't think anything of it that he couldn't do that
0: Gotcha. I see.
1: Which I don't think you would know until you get to the part where you're like, oh,
0: sure. Where they really give it away. Well, actually,
1: I feel like it kind of didn't make sense then.
0: Why is that? Should we wait till we get to what you're thinking or?
1: I mean, it depends on you. Do you want to go into Let's that now? Go into it. Listen, I heard, we said spoilers like 25 times. Yeah. And we're sorry if it's not jumbled up. Maybe you should go watch the fucking movie. <laughs> That's what this podcast is about is like shining light on movies you listen to this and see if we say it's good or not and then you dep- based on that you watch it or not.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exact.
1: And then you tell us about it. Exactly 22. Shout out to Zach. I love you dude. Um not me. Um Yeah, so uh so uh, they finally uh, Luke lets Daniel like take over. Yep. When they're hanging out with that girl he met at that party again. Yes. Not Cassie. Right, which he's kind of developing a relationship with, and by this point he's had sex with her. Both of them. Uh, well, they didn't. That's. Oh, did they have sex at that party?
0: Him oh, and the no, other girl. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, this is a scene where he technically where does. does yeah, yeah, that's what. So, I anyways,
1: talking. they uh, they do this. He lets him like take over, but then he like instantly regrets it because it's like it seems like it might be painful. Mm-hmm. Their faces like do this fusion thing, and then like kind of split apart, and then he just kind of like. Switches bodies, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, I, the way I see it is Daniel takes takes the consciousness out of Luke. And becomes he, as
1: okay. That actually makes a lot of sense, but yeah, I mean, the idea is there. It's like I get it, and because it, you
0: have to see him physically there, that's how they kind of right. It,
1: right. But that, I think that's what kind of where it makes it a little bit different. Where it makes like, it hard to talk about. <laughs> well, they didn't do like a Freaky Friday thing where like he just starts acting like the other character right. and they switch like that, which that would be actually an interesting view on this. But I like what they did because they only really
0: do that at the end.
1: Right, um, so yes, I, I guess that's a good point then, they kind of save it, because um, I do like how this is done here, And uh, but yeah, uh, Luke is trying, or Daniel's trying to get Luke to have sex with this girl, and she definitely wants to, and then so he convinces him to do that, while he's having, you know, banging the shit out of her. Uh, Are you talking about when Luke
0: goes up and smacks him because he wants his body back?
1: He, like, tries to grab him, and, like, his, his hands are, like, start burning. Well, and he, like, no, loses he, his hand or something. he wipes at him
0: with his right hand, and it breaks his wrist, and then it swings back. Oh, that's why. And what then happened. he's holding his arm after that. So oh, okay,
1: I I was like, I didn't really understand what happened.
0: Yeah, so that's one of the only things that isn't necessarily explained. And in my head canon, to make that make sense, it was just the idea that since he's not like the traveler, since that's what um, Daniel calls himself, he doesn't. Because Daniel ability.
1: was like, it's the whole bane complex. Like I was born in it, wounded right. by it. You know, like sure, it's
0: interesting, and because he
1: is delicate with Luke too.
0: Absolutely, he's and not
1: like trying to punch him and stuff.
0: The way that. Adam Egypt Mortimer describes like the Daniel character is really interesting because it's like it's this thing that kind of hates humans and despises them, yeah, but also wants the abilities that they have, like, wants to live on this dimensional plane, right? But it like despises us and thinks that we're disgusting and like low. But so, I mean, if it wants to be us,
1: isn't it disgusting and low? I mean, come on. That's you want to be us? You think we're trash? You're fake trash, bro.
0: <laughs> so interesting. I like that though. I like the way that he, they did it. Uh, Luke uses Daniel to manipulate Cassie, but Daniel gets aggressive with him when mm. they're at the bookstore, going through books, uh, which is an interesting scene because it's when uh, Luke is using Daniel to like <laughs> read the the stuff to her, which like like he really wanted him to read this part. Dude, it was aggressive
1: though. Well, because he's st- like, once like Luke doesn't do what he wants him to do, he's like saying it at him. Yeah, and getting a
0: gr- like in his face. Yeah, he gets like pissed off. Uh, very weird. But it also goes to show you that like, oh, Daniel wants to be in control.
1: Which, um, the Schwarzenegger boy, uh, J.S., if you will, um uh, what's his first name?
0: Uh, God, no, I forgot. Jacob. Oh, Patrick
1: patrick that's it that's the one ps um he like he's 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 not a bil- bodybuilder which that's the first thing you gotta remember but he doesn't look like arnold
0: no he's a thin dude in
1: the face a little bit you can see it but you also see that maria shriver so
0: i was gonna say his him in the face reminds me of arnold and raw deal though in the face because he has the i remember you back. talking
1: about that and i was like uh okay, okay yeah i can kind of see that because I feel like he kind of looks like Bill Skarsgård a little bit.
0: Oh, I could see that. I could. But not
1: in that. like his like IMDb picture they picked for him, no. where he looks like cute as all hell.
0: <laughs> you're so funny. Uh,
1: <laughs> you're so funny. He's um, uh,
0: uh, he's younger than us.
1: <laughs> Dig. Um, whatever. Uh, I of and course. T-
0: and uh, the Robin's boy is actually my age, and I shouldn't be calling him a boy. Well, whatever <laughs> um yeah, I just thought that was interesting uh Cassie ends up painting Luke while Daniel watches and this is what or leads, <laughs> er, leads to what leads to it this is what leads to the the shadow in the painting is right. Daniel watching um which is also this like shadow is reminiscent of the shapes of the monsters at the party. Right. So that's also another illusion. Right. right. Uh, Luke and Cassie hook up because why not? And we get to peek into that cosmic Whoa. void some more and I think about how great my mornings are. Right.
1: And I think um, about a cup of coffee. Yeah, that great cosmic void. Um I, I mean they're kind of more romantic about it.
0: No, absolutely. It's I it's mean, more relationship.
1: Yeah. They're their like relationship is like blooming.
0: I, right I don't here. okay, I shouldn't say hook up. That's the wrong connotations. But the thing is that
1: Daniel, see, this is where we've already talked about what happens after. Right. Because um, that's actually before what we just talked about. That's where, like, Daniel is like, dude, you're not married.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, he says that to him. And that, like... It bothers him, God, too. It he doesn't me, too. Yeah, me, too. So, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just a white guy. Maybe everybody should just be off banging everybody. I don't know shit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but then Luke wakes up at home. Um... And then the girl from the party, which I don't have her name. I have it on here somewhere, I think, but the one he ends up actually hooking up with. Right. Uh, She shows up with a friend and his roommate shows up and they end up like snorting drugs with him.
1: I was so confused at this part, actually, because I thought the friend was Cassie.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. But then I was like, they're not showing her at all. I was like, it must be just some other chick.
0: So this part freaks me out, though, because he wakes up and he's like, why are you here? And she's like, you invited me. Right. And that's where you're also like, oh, shit, some some shit's going down. Because Daniel, and this comes out, Daniel's using Luke's body when he's sleeping to, like, message people and, like, send pictures of himself sleeping and stuff. Like, he's making him seem like a crazy asshole. Right. Which is very weird. Yeah. It's just eerie, dude. Like, it's eerie that they were able to take, like, take a stigma of a person and I say stigma actually kind of like, I use that term the way, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with that, stigma of a, a person with like schizophrenia, and they use it really well. Yeah. I say stigma because I don't think everybody with schizophrenia really is as extreme Oh, as sure. like Luke gets when it, even from the outside perspective of just Luke kind of tripping out by himself. Yeah. I'm sure that does happen, but I don't think it's always that way. And that's why I say stigma. Um... God, they do such a good job with it, though, in these shots of him, like, he'll be, like, crying or, like, laughing alone or trying to ignore uh, uh, Daniel while he's, like, around a group of people. And, like, one of the cool shots of it, actually, is he's sleeping and his mouth goes to open up. Or it's it's Daniel trying to open his mouth and it wakes him up and he starts, like, screaming and he's in the public, yeah. uh, like, library. Right. And, like, I was, like, that's awesome. Like, that's an awesome representation of someone losing their mind. Right. In front of people. Um. So Luke tries to make Daniel go away, but nothing works. He visits his mom in the psychi- psychiatric hospital and asks about her mental health, which she starts to explain that she had, uh, she burned down a college radio station because she thought they were taunting her. Yeah, that's
1: fucking. She thought the nuts. DJs were taunting her,
0: dude. And then yeah, that's pretty nuts. He starts to like tell her too, like you know, some of that shit from when I was a kid might have been the same thing. Like, why didn't you ever think that? Yeah. Which I'm like, as much as I understand him saying that, it's like, we have to understand like, she's out of her mind. She's not thinking. Yeah. She doesn't know. She doesn't know, dude. Exactly. But
1: it, when she finally recognizes it and she wants to help him, he denies it and it gets turned on her. Yeah. That's why the was... the orderlies come and get her.
0: It's crazy. I, it's
1: more like the disorderlies.
0: Am I right? <laughs> it was like, so, um, like disheartening to see yeah like it kind of made my stomach sink a little bit, yeah, just to be like, dude, no, like she re- she wants help for you, yeah, uh so yeah, then uh Daniel says that he wishes that they had killed her when they had the chance in that fucking scene, too, I know, which was super rough, and Daniel's getting like really rough with uh Luke by this point in the movie too, yeah, um, so Luke tries to apologize to Sophie, that's the girl that he had hooked Sophie. up with at the party, and right. that whole thing happened. Uh, but Daniel shows up and fucking slits her throat in front of him, and the blood like sprays all over him. So he's like oh, screaming, "Yeah, that, yeah." But then she's fine, and so that like adds more to him looking crazy because he just starts screaming in front of her for no reason. Yeah, um, and then she fucking pepper sprays him. Yeah, which I'm like, I can't be oh. mad about that because like she was she she probably felt like in danger, right? Yeah, absolutely. I I think it's j- it's it's the unfortunate
1: side of his uh mental illness uh sending him into this direction he's not trying to go like he's trying to make up for it and apologize
0: totally. i guess i guess i shouldn't say that i like the way they use the stigma to represent like mental illness as much as i should say that like they use it in a very empathetic and like understanding oh, wow. way yeah yeah and in a way
1: that because now now i'm like okay yeah i can see like if you just saw somebody doing that, like, you'd be like, well, that person's nuts.
0: Right. Which but, isn't,
1: like, fair to say about them because,
0: you know, they're dealing with some shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From their perspective, it, they have some shit going on that they're trying to, like, do or whatever. And, like... Yeah. Yeah, it just made me feel like, oh, wow, like, they didn't make this person who is going through this the bad guy. They made the mental illness the bad not, the bad guy. And that's awesome. Yeah. Like, they did that in a really good way. Um. So then yeah, he he visits his um his shrink again, his therapist again. He begins treatment for schizophrenia and he's trying to sort of like self-help himself by yeah. reading. At one point he's even reading a book about uh going through life with schizophrenia and uh that was sad. Yeah, it was, dude. It made me kind of like I didn't quite tear up, but I felt like wow, dude, that's so sad to see like he just wants to like be able to live and deal, right? Right. Uh
1: it's all his therapist's fault, too. Yeah. I mean, really, in it's a way it for is not telling like, really, but, but yeah, I don't think his therapist should have, because
0: well, it seemed so, like his
1: therapist kind of knew.
0: Well, and then later is
1: like that. He wasn't telling the truth when he said no.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And also later his therapist says that, which I don't know what this is a commentary on necessarily, but he's like, I don't only practice Western medicine. Oh,
1: because of the thing he does next.
0: Right. And so it's I thought like that was interesting, but
1: it's like but, a voodoo thing or something.
0: So yeah, essentially, uh, Daniel tries to stop Luke from taking his meds. He does, and so Daniel, like, fakes his death, but then you find out he's just fucking with him. And then this is where the shrink, like, tries to do this other weird thing. Um, does it happen that fast, or we just kind of go Oh, no, I'm it? sorry. I actually skipped over one really important thing that happens. <laughs> Luke goes and meets the father of John, who was the man who did, committed the mass murder in the beginning. Right. And this is uh, where we sort of start to figure out that Daniel might be more than just Luke's imaginary friend. Right. Through the pictures that John drew. Yeah. Should we just break it now and just get into that? I mean, I guess. Okay. So Daniel is like some form of... He's like a cosmic demon. Yeah, a multidimensional like, traveler is what he calls himself. But yeah, he's like a demon of some sort. He's like
1: He seems, in a way, Lovecraftian.
0: Love Definitely Lovecraftian, but he almost like reminds me... Like some sort me, of
1: eldritch being.
0: He reminds me sort of of something that's... Without using like psychic vampire or energy vampire, it's sort of that idea of like the more negative shit that's happening, he seems to be more powerful. Uh, because he's pushing for bad shit, you know? Like, he wants bad shit. I just
1: thought it was that that's what he wanted. He just wants chaos. It could just be that, which is a huge like Eldritch kind of thing and like Lovecraftian thing too. Chaos and order and.
0: So yeah, he, when he's meeting Magic. um when he's meeting John's dad, though John's dad actually calls 911 and has them on the he, phone.
1: Yeah, he tries to keep them there and
0: Right. And this is where uh Daniel kind of like tells Luke like he's got the cops on the phone, you need to get out of here. And this is like the first time Luke's like willingly listening to Daniel since his like breakthrough and right. Like, everything. Right. Uh So Luke goes and tells Cassie about Daniel because uh, he thinks that she actually, like, saw him when she talks about seeing his true self in his shadow. But really, she's, like, talking in metaphors. Right. Um, He ends up, like, freaking out and flipping her table over, and then she tells him to leave. And, like, I was like, hell yeah, dude. She, like, took care of that the way she needed to, and I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, This is when... She don't need no shit from some some man. This is when uh, the therapist comes over and hypnotizes him at his mom's apartment and he uses this like this bowl yeah with this like kind of like
1: metal looking rim that like makes this ring it's kind of like when you like do the like water on the glass totally. that make music and... and
0: so the whole idea is he's going to he's hypnotizing both of them so that they can be put on the same like mental wavelength and that's why he's like going so he to can the understand sound. right yeah and so uh he kind of like
1: regrets it
0: yeah yeah because daniel
1: goes like insane and like uh like scares the shit out of him because he
0: actually sees daniel too and he watches daniel do what we were speaking of earlier so other than the face off on off on off uh daniel goes up to luke and like dislocates his jaw and fucking crawls in through his mouth
1: yeah he stretches his jaw like really big there's some like that's the thing there's some body horror in this movie and it's crazy it's interesting but it wasn't like gory although he says like this isn't going to feel good for you yeah but uh yeah like he stretches his mouth so that he can dive in head first yeah like he's daffy duck or some shit
0: this is actually when <laughs> this is actually when daniel tells him that he's a uh, a traveler searching for a home uh right and then he's as luke cuz daniel's in luke's body uh, uses this blade that was supposed to be like, rep- used to kill Daniel. Uh, he uses it to kill the therapist.
1: Well, he grabs it at one point actually. And I think tries, wants to use it, but then yeah, Daniel like uses it again. He it. gets a, gets it from him or something. And,
0: and so it's like, dude, why didn't you do that a second ago? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke wakes up. Could have ended it right there. <laughs> Luke wakes up and finds the dead therapist on the ground, soaked in blood. But then when he walks through the house, he realizes that uh, he's not actually in the house. He's, like, in his mind. Huh, I guess I didn't really pick up on that. And because... Uh, oh, because it's
1: Luke, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like...
0: Oh, when okay, he, I kind of so... missed
1: that. See, you've seen it before. This was your second time. This is my first time. So totally. Like, kind of like, I'm like, ah, shit.
0: And know? so uh, we also see, like, sort of John here for the first time, but we think he's, like, Some sort of monster. Yeah. I mean, I guess he is, but it's like his tormented soul. Right. I would assume. They don't really get into that. Uh, So, uh, Daniel ends up, like, kind of banishing Luke to the dollhouse. The
1: shadow realm, if you will. Yeah,
0: totally. Then Daniel, as Luke, goes and buys a new suit. It looks suave as fuck. And uh, Luke explores the dollhouse and finds uh, John again, who's just kind of reappeared. Yeah. Another another place. And it seems like he's kind of chasing him somewhere. Yeah. Looking back on it. Like he's leading him somewhere, right? By forcing him. Um, Yeah, I guess so. And then he like stabs the shit out of him. Yeah, once he gets him there. And then the dude just dies on the ground, which is kind of weird. But the well, room... then he realizes, oh, you're John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, so the room that they're in is like sort of a trophy room for Daniel. It's like all of the different types of weapons he's used. Oh, yeah. So, like, it it was interesting.
1: I wish they would have showed that a little bit
0: better. Was... Me too. It was kind of like... Too dark. Yeah, it is it is a cool aesthetic. It's very like dark with a few neon lights uh, up on the walls or whatever, but yeah. they don't really explore the cases very much. It's kind of a quick glimpse over a couple of them. We see the shotgun from the beginning. Yeah. Um. Now, Miles Robbins looks like fucking Gerard Way when he has the suit. Dude, on. that's how
1: I. F- oh, that's how I felt throughout the whole movie, though.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, I could see that. I was the like, movie. he kind of gives me these Gerard Way vibes. He totally looks like Gerard Way to me. And I, want, and I want a Mike Hem biopic, and I want Miles Robbins
1: as Gerard Way. That would actually be pretty dope. It would honestly be Who would great. play Ray Toro? Um. Is that it? It's Ray Toro. Yeah, you're right.
0: right. You know who I immediately go to, though, is uh, Bane? Tom Hardy? Yeah. Really? But before he got jacked.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. He's like, jacked. That's why
0: know. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But before he got jacked, it would have looked just like him. have sure. done it. Uh Oh, Uh, fucking Upgrade.
1: Oh, hmm. Okay. That guy. I still
0: feel like he's a little too old. Probably.
1: I would go with, um, the kid that played Cyclops in the new X-Men installment.
0: I don't remember who that was.
1: Uh, he was also, I think he was also in Mud.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: But he was a little
0: bit younger. Huh. Visits Cassie. He convinces her that everything's fine. Uh, However, it's not. He tries to convince Cassie to go on a crime spree, but she realizes that something's wrong and that he's not the actual Luke. Uh, He then reshapes his face right in front of her into the Daniel face. Yep, That scene was pretty interesting. Although, I'm going to say of all of the VFX shots in the movie, probably not the best one.
1: Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, is it was kind all right.
0: Of, uh, so Luke can hear Cassie through some old phone in the, um, Ty room? Sheridan. Oh, look at this guy. Uh, tell me I'm wrong, man. Uh, hang on. Well, I don't know. I could see it though. Okay. It's
1: more than like the face shape and the nose.
0: The nose is what I was thinking. Uh, I could definitely see that. So th- what did you think about this scene though? There's, like, this old phone in the trophy room that Luke can hear Cassie through. I don't know. It's kind of I mean, weird.
1: But it makes sense, because if you think about it, he's
0: in his own head, right? That's true, that's true. Or that's kind of, like, part of the. So as John's dying, he asks him, like, what's outside? And he says it's the void. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, like, breaking out of this brick wall, and there's this, like, uh, the edge of... It's like a cliff, basically, that falls into the cosmic void that we've been talking about. It's yes, beautiful. Um, Every morning, and he jumps. He jumps right on into it, and I just think, like, fucking yes, man. I wish just I could jump do that. into the
1: cosmic void, dude. Uh,
0: he lands right next to Daniel, and they are now on the roof because Cassie uh, has been fighting him. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. She ends up like kicking him down some stairs to get away from him which is the reason they end up on the roof. So I was like, at least it wasn't like her being a dumbass and just running up on the roof. Like, she was trying to get away from him, and it was the only way to go. Yeah. Uh, While on the roof, uh, Luke and Daniel have a bit of a sword fight with some broomsticks.
1: Well, first he throws a broom at him, and then it goes through his stomach as a sword.
0: Right, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. I like the way it's shot. There's two callbacks to it, because when Daniel's grown up and he's there again, and...
0: When he first comes back. He's sweeping
1: at one point. He's like, let's sword fight. And I think he has a sword. And he's like, mine's a broom.
0: Yeah. And so that was cool. That is cool, actually. I hadn't really thought about that, but that's good. And so
1: when it comes back, he throws the broom. It turns into a sword for him. But then there's just
0: the actual broom, I guess. Right. And then they they do have their little sword fight. It ends uh, with Daniel getting the upper hand on Luke. But Luke ends up pulling him over the edge with them. And they fall to the ground. All the while, Cassie climbed down the side uh, of the building on a ladder. So she gets to the yeah. bottom and finds Luke's body on the ground.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, finds it. It, like, lands in front of her.
0: Well, yeah. And she ends up laying down next to him. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's the that. We see, actually, we
1: see... There's there's definitely more of a struggle there and like...
0: No, there is, but it, that's what I mean. You have to watch it, because it's a lot of them, like... <laughs> Just kind of arguing. I mean, and, it's pretty and, important,
1: though, because he says, uh, if I go, you go, too. And he's like, you don't, sure. you don't have the he's like, you're not strong enough.
0: But then he throws himself over. We see the one. But that's the thing is it's not it's not how that works, because then we see Daniel in his true form and he dives off of a fucking a different roof.
1: Right. Or into the cosmic void again.
0: Sure. Just to for a new body. Which I didn't I'm understand
1: assuming. that really, though.
0: I didn't really get it either, but in my mind it was like, oh, he's just off to go torment someone else.
1: Yeah, like, he yeah. didn't die. Ultimately, he's getting people to kill themselves.
0: What did you think of this movie, man? Without, without it was even... It a real
1: fuck of a bummer, I'll without tell Without
0: even going into scores or, like, recommendations. Yeah. Based on what I told you, was this what you were expecting? No. Is it better or worse than what you expected?
1: I wouldn't say worse. It's just not what I expected. Okay. However, there were some things that was kind of like meh about, and so I I didn't love this movie. But I do think, especially after talking about it, I do think I would give it a good score.
0: Sure. Um, I probably spoiled my answer to this already, but I really like this movie. I bought this. I I listened to the interview with Adam Egypt Mortimer. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, this dude's super passionate. And that's interesting to me. And the movie title and the idea of an imaginary friends movie is cool to me. Yeah. And so I ended up watching the trailer and I liked the cast a lot. And I was like, I'm buying this. And I watched it the first time and immediately thought like, oh, this is top 10 top to top 15 for me. This is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to give you a, star- or a score, but what are we going to rate it out of this week?
1: Mm. I guess we'll rate it out of face-off-ons. <laughs> Is that what we were saying? Yeah.
0: How many face-off-on-off-ons off? are you going to give us
1: uh, one? i give it a four.
0: You know what? Me too. That's exactly the score I gave it. Cool. Because I don't think it's a perfect movie by any means. Right. But I really like it.
1: I enjoyed it enough to give it a four. That I was like, I think this movie is good.
0: I should, I should also say, it, <laughs> it, right? I, that sounds I should, mean,
1: but I don't mean it like that. I just mean like, I do think it could be more interesting and, sure. and maybe even better. But that's also my opinion, man. So
0: right, and and I should say, I should elaborate more and just more than just saying I like this. It's good. So four stars. Like, yeah. I actually think this movie is very competently made.
1: That and that's what it is for me. Like yeah. the the score is good. The Cinematography is really good. The writing's pretty good too. There's yeah. some things I think are like weird, but it's like it makes sense, yeah. And it, it worked
0: really well for the movie. It's a very cohesive story, yeah. Regardless of like, there are some parts that I'm like, maybe you should have maybe played with this a little more, or maybe this could have been cut out, or this could have happened a little faster, or this could have played out a little slower, even. right? Like,
1: the beginning I felt was too rushed. However, I understood that, well, they wanted to focus around this time period of this character's life. And that's where they wanted most of the time to spend. But it felt so inorganic how the beginning was rushed. And it felt like, I was like, am I watching the actual movie or am I watching a trailer right now? Sure,
0: yeah. Because it Cause felt
1: like one of those like cheesy trailers you'd watch of like a, an indie film.
0: And they don't necessarily... But then it gets like pretty good. They don't necessarily make it seem like the childhood stuff. Is over, like, a long period of time. Yeah, it's like... It feels like like it happened in, like, a week. Well,
1: yeah. Or maybe, like, even a month. Sure.
0: As to where I would have liked to have seen, like, maybe a year.
1: Right. I thought we were going to see more growth with
0: it, really. Yeah, before... Because, I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, I hung out with some crazy-ass kids when I was a kid. And I tell you right now, like, no matter how long I knew you, if you told me to do some shit that I thought was questionable, I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. So... I'm thinking there needed to be more trust between these characters, but I mean, who's to say this could have been this kid who was like that deeply in like search of somebody of like some sort of,
1: the other uh, thing is like, he was helping him turn his life around right into like what he kind of wanted more.
0: Right. Yeah. I like this one, man. I think that everybody should at least give this a shot. I don't think it's going to be for everybody but I think everybody should give it a shot.
1: I'll say the same thing because that's the thing. I was like, I don't know if I would recommend this because I think most people would think this movie sucks or something. Really? But, um, but I mean, yeah, you sh- I kind of always think no matter what you should watch it and, and, uh, figure out how you feel yourself.
0: Now I'm going to say hard recommend to anybody that liked Jacob's ladder. I brought that movie up earlier. If you like that movie, hard recommend on this. You'll absolutely appreciate this.
1: Film. Well, and because of all this, we might have to watch that now because when I said we would, And two, I've actually wanted to watch that for a really long time, but every time I go to watch it, it's A, too late at night, and two, Mm -hmm. I'm like, do I really
0: want to jump into this right now? It's not a movie you want to watch before bed. Right. And not even because it's, like, jump scare scary. I mean, there's some of that, but it's the psychological shit that's in it is, like, I don't want to be thinking about this before I go to sleep. Sure. (laughs) Like, it's just too much. Well,
1: I just, for me, it's more like I can't have the volume up, and, like, I can't, like, get into it as much
0: like I'm kind of like I'm in bed
1: I'm trying to go to bed
0: so I mean yeah I think we're both on the same page with this one Uh, that is the that on that
1: yeah now um, Sean I got one question for you though
0: okay
1: is cosmic void an analogy for pussy
0: wait hang on are you asking me like personally like based on everything I said or in this movie
1: yes (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) it is. Nice. Uh, And here's, I'm going to justify it. Life starts there. It could end there. Who's (laughs) to say? Sure. Who's to say? Sure. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at W-A-W-W-T pod. Uh,
1: If you're not already subscribe if you're not gonna
0: after this one i can <laughs> tell you that much
1: uh someone subs- just unsubscribed to us on cast actually oh uh, maybe they upgraded to a different device or I uh, app
0: fuck you whoever you are come I back, don't you come know, back i don't care come
1: back please me. we're on a, uh i the itunes app uh the, the itunes podcast app Whatever it is, is uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Castbox, and Google Play.
0: Thank you. Make <laughs> sure to tune in next week when Zach sails the seas in an oversized eggplant and Sean gets come drunk and sings away. with a bunch of alicants. Come cats.
1: sail away, come sail away with me. Peace, Peace
0: bitches.
1: bitches. <laughs> Genius.